Blog Talk Radio. Call me Little Bo Beep, I'm out here shining. For the lost sheep, I'm out here grinding. I ain't talking cheese, I'm out here mining. Looking for diamonds, king, the business I'm mining. Trying to wake you up from the lullaby rhyming. Never can't touch this heat, pessimizing. He is a liar, so says the lion. He looks all shelter in my protector. Running to him, be faster than a puma. Holy is a wave, repping the ancient of days. Christ is a big cool
stuff with me right now? Yes, sir. Oh, great, great, man. We we do apologize. Had some technical technical difficulties. <laughs> we have that y'all are here with us today. Kabarkawa, Mashaba, myself. And we're going to welcome everybody to another edition of what we call it, Mashaba. Um, ISBK Bible Talk. ISBK Bible Talk. Um, tonight, tonight I'm hosting with me and Mashaba and Gabar and uh, uh, Danielle is with us tonight. And man, I, I, it's a lot, lot going on. A lot of things happening in, in Israel. You know, we like to uh, send a congratulation out to who is it? Uh, um, Arya, him and his, uh, him and his red. They had a beautiful wedding. You know what I'm saying? Commemorate that Mashaba and Kazapah did a beautiful job. You know what I'm saying? At least Shabba had to be the head dance, had to do the, 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 the father daughter dance. <laughs> the, the, the father daughter wobble. The contract paperwork was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Be able to see that. And then hoping that, you know, we encourage more couples to you know, make make that wedding instead of making it a secret. You know, make it public so that Israel knows this man and woman are together. You know what I'm saying? So, not to carry it all too much. You know, what I'm saying I wanted to um, go into this class. I want to go to that baptism class. So I'm just continue a little bit of uh, what you and the bar had uh, went into. Um, it was uh, I think it was uh, it was one show that you and him did. Time, time, time. I want I wanted to I wanted to go into it, but I wanted to go into that process first of uh understanding uh where we're at. You know what I'm saying? Uh, without the Bible, without the words of the most high. My brother give me Isaiah sixty sixty four and uh six and seven. But without the words, without the Bible, um, you know, what condition we bring ourselves into when we come into the truth. We have to realize what condition we are actually coming into the truth in mentally. So I, I like the I was showing Danielle the the, def, uh, the definition I found for baptism, right? In the dictionary, the def, definition of baptism is an ordeal by which one is purified, sanctified, cleansed spiritually. So. If we understand the process, that it goes a little deeper, then uh, it's a it's a longer process. I'm gonna say it this way, Shalom. It's a longer process than just going into water and coming out. You know what I'm saying? And from uh, you know from growing up in a church, you know I I was baptized at, at 12. Um, End up rebaptizing myself at 18, 19. Uh, I came back into the truth and I got baptized <laughs> in the spirit. But my story, I think my road is like a lot of uh, people's road when it comes to this subject because we'll say, well, I was baptized. And the philosophy from baptism when it comes to the church is you're baptized for the remission of your sins. So, once you're baptized, you're saved. Or if it's, you grew up in the Catholic Church as a baby, you know, the first the first year I think something like that, or a few months, they go take that baby and get baptized. You know, say so sprinkle a little water on the forehead, 
You know what I'm saying? And from that, that's supposed to symbolize being saved. I was baptized. I belong to the Most High. I'm saved, right? So we're going to go to the Bible and scriptures and show the deeper process of what it takes to to present yourself clean in the eyes of the Father. You know what I'm saying? Or what? Or to, or to, or, or to present yourself cleansed spiritually in the eyes of the Father. Okay? So we're going to start in Isaiah chapter 64, and we're going to read verse um, verse 6 and 7. Uh, whatever y'all read, we'll just read that real quick. Okay. Isaiah chapter 64, verse 6. Mm-hmm. But we are all as unclean things, uh-huh. and all our unrighteousness are and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. So the text that the Most High said is, we are all as unclean things. That means the condition that we stand in front of the Most High is as something that's unclean. Go ahead. It says, and we all do fade as a leaf. And we all live in the weakness. He said, we all do fade as a leaf. Mm-hmm. Leaves have a time. They come. They're they're born green. They fall off. They fade. They go back into the earth. Our process is the same. Go ahead. And our iniquities, the wind, have taken us away. He said, but the sins, like the wind, they have taken us away. They have taken us from the Most High. Our sin, our sins, are the things that make us unclean in the eyes of the Father. So the reason that's important is because when you try to go down and baptize a six-month-old, you're baptizing a six-month-old, but there has been no real, there has been no sin, there has been no sin in the, to this six-month-old because they had they six months, they just got here, Right? So as, as, and, and as we've gotten older and went and got baptized, we didn't even know uh, what Psalms was. It, uh, um, the scripture says, I have not known sin, but by the law. That one, or is it a... Uh, uh, um, yeah, so <clears throat> it's Psalms 147, 19 and 20, I think. I'm going to throw some out there that show who was given the law. And... We did not know says what Romans chapter um I think it's give me both of them. Give me Romans chapter I think it's at eleven. It said I have not known sin but by the law. Mm-hmm. And then Gabarko I get Isaiah chapter uh, one. That's, that's Romans seven. That's the one that's seven? Okay, the water. And you wanted uh Isaiah's the first chapter? Yeah. Isaiah one and sixteen. It's seventeen. Uh, so Isaiah chapter one and verse sixteen reads. Hold your hold yours first. Hold yours for a second. Give me Romans okay. seven real quick. Seven and verse one. Uh, it's Romans seven and verse um one second, guys. Richard I think it's like eleven. 
in the commandments. But sin, take it as eight, seven. It just says, I have not known sin, but by the law. Yeah, just look up law real quick. Sometimes that thing goes fast, but the point we're getting into, we gonna why he's holding that one? Uh, that was, uh, good boy. Go back to Isaiah 54 or 64. Start read that one first. Because we, 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 I'm trying to establish one thing real quick. That without without the law, without the Bible, without knowing who we are, without being taught, coming from the world that we're in, we come from an unclean environment. So if the environment is unclean and all I've learned is this environment, then I've only been taught to be. Hey, brother, I, I got to restart my computer. Things ain't coming up right now. So I'm still here and I got my phone on mute so I don't have any background noise, but I'm still here. I'm not dissing nobody or leaving nobody, but I didn't need to restart my computer. But I'm still here. Okay, brother, for sure. Go to, no, Gabar, read that real quick. Isaiah chapter 64 and read 6 and 7 again, all right? Isaiah 64. Yeah, spiritual. Um, but you are all as an unclean thing. Uh-huh. And, all, and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. He says, so all the things that we would feel that we would learn to be right, everything that we think is right. And this is even because we haven't been taught. But everything that we thought from the ways of the world, we thought were right, the most high said it was unclean. When we, from how we ate, if I decide to have that ham sandwich, uh, that that uh, gas station ham sandwich, <laughs> and I would stop a Texaco ham sandwich, bro. Which has like or going to going to them subway and getting that the the salami that 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 Italian that Italian uh, uh I don't know what to call man the, the club the club that's the one I hey but it's uh it's Romans seven seven yeah there's a seven seven that club that had a little bit of everything the salami that that uh, uh that Canadian bacon the bacon bits like. You thought, man, uh, ain't nothing wrong with this. You didn't, you didn't, and I prayed over it too, please. I had to be clean because I blessed my food. But we now realize in the most high system, everything that we were been taught from this world has been unclean. So it, it ain't till we now come back and learn his law, statutes, and commandments that we're able to start that process of cleaning ourselves up. So finish that real quick. Um, Isaiah chapter 64 and and 6 reads, but we are all as an unclean thing, Three. and all our righteousness are as filthy rags. He said everything that we consider to be righteous is, a, is as filthy rags to the Father, and that's the world we live in. We, we owe this town. Because we have learned that everything that we thought to be right has been filthy in the eyes of the Father. This is what we this, this is what we're needing to be cleaned up of. Uh, but but yes, sir. Um, 
that scripture does that this um does in your in your records do you have Romans and, and what you're going over? Are you going over Romans chapter ten verses one, two, and three? Uh, more specifically not, not, about three. No, but we that's perfect. Uh, let's read that first. Romans ten. Uh huh. One, two, and three. Just on what you're saying about um what we of our righteousness. Of our righteousness is as a filthy rag. In the eyes of the Father, what we consider to be right to the most high is filthy. Right. So um, I, if Romans came one, two, and three fits, uh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to do some alley-oops. Read it up in there, yes, sir. Romans chapter 10, verse 1. Uh-huh. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to the Most High for Israel is that they might be saved. Read. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of the Most High, but not according to knowledge. Mm-hmm. For they being ignorant of the Most High's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of the Most High. So as we go about setting up things that are right to us, what, a lot of times what we don't realize is that what, what is right to us, in the eyes of the Father, according to what we just read in Isaiah chapter 64, is filthy. And, and the fact that for the Most High to say, for the Most High to call uh, to have a dietary law, to where, as you're bringing out, like 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 pork, shrimp, ham, uh, catfish, the the uh, the the gas station uh, 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 sandwiches, <laughs> sandwiches, that that meat is unclean in the eyes of the father, but even more so. And if I'm, if I'm jumping ahead, let me know. But it's the desire we have for that meat, the desire we have for those things oh. that that's unclean. But right. for us. We think that that is right because we like it. We think it's right because it's good because it's a family tradition. It's something that 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 we it's just what we do. Wow. So it seems right, but we don't realize that that in as the fathers are clean. Yes, sir. And I'm oh, putting no, myself on mute. No, 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 no. Please, please don't. I, I was going to say this. You know, it's bad about what you just brought out. We'll look at the things that we desire, and because we like it. We look at we look at those things as yeah like as clean or good, clean to us, but where we come from is what's good to me, and because it's good to me, that is what I associate as being clean or okay. So I like the point that you're making. We've never learned what was good or what was clean in the eyes of the Father. So I'm getting to the point you're making because I want to go back to Romans 10 and 3 because that's what you was reading, right? Read that. Romans chapter 10, verse 3. For they being ignorant of the Most High's righteousness. So they're being unlearned of what's good to the Father. Go ahead. And going about to establish their own righteousness. And going to about to establish what's good to me. Read. Have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of the Most High. So I haven't, I haven't allowed myself to learn what is right with the Father. So in that, because I keep trying to give myself to what is to me, I'm living in sin because I won't submit to what's good to the Father. Does that make sense? 
Yes, y'all there? Yes, sir. Kind, kind, kind. Can we? Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Go to, go, go to Romans chapter 3 now. Jump up to verse chapter 3. Do we go right, to go right with this, 3 and 10. Okay. Romans chapter 3 and verse 10 and read that one. Romans chapter 3, verse 10. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. Mm-hmm. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after the most high. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. So we, so and I like it. The fact that I'm unclean and I do chase what's good to me, I have been profitable in the eyes of the most high. I have gone, I've never learned righteousness. I've been led as a people. We have been led to uncleanness. We have been taught to to like things that are unclean. That's why out of all the meat there is that we figure we find that we could be eating. Somebody told us that somebody they fed us pork and then said this is the other white meat. Right. This is soul cooking. It don't taste good if you don't put this in it. That is what we've been taught. That is what we've been convinced is good. No different than if it's homosexuality. Right. You know, if if I can say about about like like with the meat too, right? That we can look at something like Christmas, right? And we can associate Christmas with something that, according to this society. Is good. I mean, what what could be bad or evil about Christmas? We're celebrating, uh, you know, Jesus being born in a manger. Um, everybody gets more charitable. Um, we all could gather around the, the the dinner table and we're eating the the, the, the Christmas turkey, the Christmas ham uh, with with the with the pineapples on it, with the cloves in it. Uh, we eating the, the 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 greens with the with the fat back in it, and and all the family has come together. And we're all sitting around the table and enjoying each other's company. There's a candle lit. Um, there's the, the for, for Thanksgiving. There's a football game. And we're all just gathered together and just enjoy each other's company. So that's good. But we don't realize that the Father had already deemed that whole custom unclean. Unclean, right. It's but but right. to us, because it feels good because of, of the feelings it generates, how, how could God be mad at this? We're talking about the baby Jesus. We're talking about the star. We're talking about the tree. We're talking about the, the smile of, on, on kids' faces that, that we're all coming together. We're, we're, we're drinking the hot cocoa. We're drinking the apple cider, um, the, the, the hot cider. Man, open the door. Who's that out there? Christmas Charlie. Man. And, you can't hate on Christmas. You can't hate on Christmas, man. When I first. Christmas came into the first, so what about Christmas? I mean, I can't get the baby no Christmas again. Like, like, why are you taking the joy and the good? I don't why, why, why are you being the Grinch? That's yeah, all Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I love the point. The point that you're making is, uh, the point that you're making is, the most I show on one thing, this was filthy. This was the thing that made us unclean, and we don't realize that there's an effect and when I say spiritually, there's an effect between you and the Father. You don't know that you're affecting that relationship with you and the Father when you follow these different customs. And it's, it's designed to be set up that way. So when people start researching and find out, oh, 
Well, this custom was was built was was to to celebrate Nimrod, or this custom right. was to celebrate Astar, or this custom was to celebrate a star tip. Then you also well, wait a minute. These gods that you're that you're celebrating are idols, and the Most High said these are the things that make your spirit unclean. But you ain't went deep enough. You went you went past to now learn what's pleasing in the eyes of the Father. Right? Can I give you one scripture, bro? Can I give you one scripture? Please. I'll read it myself. Um, Saint John chapter four verse twenty-two. Saint John chapter four verse twenty-two, and I got it. Everybody else. I got this one. St. John chapter 4, verse 22, it says, Ye worship, ye know not what. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jew. And always I wanted to read this here, because it says, a lot of things that we do, a lot of things that we worship, we have no idea what it is we're worshiping. We right. have no idea about its origin, like for Christmas, uh, yeah. birthdays. We have done no, we never went and researched birthdays and found out that the, the first holiday in the Satanic Bible is a person's birthday. Wow! Wow! That's the first, first. That's the first thing that Satanism honors. Their first holiday, like our first holiday, is the Sabbath. God. For them, their first holiday in the Satanic Bible is a birthday. But we're looking at again the the the, the one year old who can't even remember that he he had a one year old birthday. But look at the pictures. And he's able to put his hands on the cake. He's smashing the cake. Um. Uh. Uh. uh you made the sure it happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a joyous time, and, and, and I'm a bad father if I don't make it to the birthday. I'm go. a bad mother yeah. if I don't make sure that that, that my kids at, that yeah, I at least call cake. them. God, yeah, God. at least I call God. them on Christmas. God, oh, Christmas. At least I call them for their birthday because I, I, I got to let you know I love you. Yeah. I ain't been there for you the whole year, but at least I called you. I gave you oh, a, a card. On your birthday, that makes me a good person. Come on, I'm bro. good because at least I did this. But yet, we're reading the scriptures here. We don't realize one. We haven't learned God's righteousness, but we keep going about and we keep establishing our own righteousness, not realizing that the things that's right to us is really filthy in the eyes of the Father. So I'm gonna give it back to you. I'm giving it back. I'm handing it back. I'm handing it back. Just put it up. Just put it upstairs in the house. What's up? It's not you, right on here. Let's go back to that. That one was right there. Go to go back to now. Go back to what is it? Romans two or three? Romans three and uh ten. Yeah. Read. Let's read that. Romans chapter three, verse ten. As it is written, there is none righteous. No, not one. There is none that understandeth. There is none that seeketh after the Most High. Go ahead. They are all gone out of the way. They are together become unprofitable. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Uh Their throat is an open sepulcher. With their tongues, they have used deceit. The poison of ass is under their lips. You know, I like about it because it shows you everything that everything that we would consider to be good. Like you said about the birthday, Michelle. You just messed my head up when you said it was the it was the it was the it was the first commandment. You know what I'm saying? In the in the satanic Bible. Like you you didn't say the Latter day Saints Bible. You didn't you know what I'm saying? You said the in the satanic Bible, 
that's where the worship of birthdays comes from. It comes to honoring. It's a, it's a way of honoring Satan. You know what I'm saying? But we don't realize that everything that we follow is where it comes from. It's not profitable for us. It is. It's a. It's a. Uh, it's a. Their, their tongues are full of deceit. Mm. Every time somebody done showed us something, it was deceiving us. Right. From the from the from the religion that was been shown, the education that's been shown, the you could eat the pork. Yeah, man. You, yeah, the diet. The, <laughs> but stop, they just found out. You know them little takis and then them uh, fire chips and the flaming Cheetos. Kind, kind, kind. From the the red dye on them damn things right. caused a cancer in the stomach, guys. Uh-huh. But 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 you can take you the hell out of them damn things. But that's why I'm like what reading about their tongues being full of deceit. Uh-huh. It's the you can take you can take a taki and, and light it up like a cigarette and smoke. Fun, bro. Brother, you they we thought that the uh, what it was cancer was it a uh, somebody going to get a um um what was that. Uh, not for for cancer, they give them the, the uh, radiation. Right. We thought that was the miracle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. How many people dying, taking them damn radiation? Is it radiation or is it the damn uh, uh, chemo. the chemotherapy? Yeah, the chemo attacks everything. In the Brother. But they tell you it's good. But even in that, there, there's a poison in God, the that's it. The poison, you go to the doctor, they're going to lie to you. You go to church, they're going to lie to you. You go to school, they're going to lie to you. Damn. There's nothing but poison in their lips. Hey, what about that? Let's that, that, take the point off. Since of, you brought up the hospitals and, and, and the medical and all this other stuff, it's funny how like when a person gets a heart attack and they're dealing with like high blood pressure and clogged arteries and, and triple bypass surgeries, Damn. why is it the first thing in their diet they say you got to cut out pork? Right, right. If pork is supposed to be the other white meat, it's supposed to be good for you. Why would you finally get to the point you are on your deathbed? Oh, or or you, you, you that, that now you have to have triple bypass double heart surgery. The first thing they tell you to cut out is pork. pork. Yep. If yeah, it, yeah. if it, it was that bad, or even with the cancer, if cigarettes cause cancer, why are you selling them? Why are they legal to sell? Come, come, or or listen, or, or high blood pressure, or not high blood pressure, but the damn can't chemo. It kill every everything. They, every you kill everything in their damn body. They don't have the ability to fight off an infection, a cold, nothing. Then you know what you do? You send them home. You sent me home. Yeah. Right, because I left the clean sterile environment. Oh, it wasn't too clean sterile because you put every sick person in the same place. Whoever's sickness is going on, you go to the hospital, they, you got more people sick when they went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But you you look at it, we look at what the scripture of Paul was talking about was, he said, their tongue, it says, the poison of ass is under their lips, whose mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Destruction. Now read Romans chapter three and sixteen. Romans chapter three, verse sixteen. Uh-huh. Destruction and misery are in their ways, and and the way of peace have they not known. Go ahead. 
There is no fear of the Most High before their eyes. Now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before the Most High. That is the purpose of the law, and that is the only thing that was going to be used to clean us up. It has to stop. Is the Most High given us something that can stop the lies? Now I can stop the 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 self destruction, right? You stop all that now because I have something that I can go to that says, "Oh, this is this is unclean." So there is now something used to be able to distinguish what's clean and what isn't clean. So now that process of being baptized is now being able to come back and have somebody show me what's clean. And to stay away from those things that are not clean. Uh, you got the first that one? That yeah. was eighteen, nineteen, right? Come on, that was nineteen. Now, now, uh, uh, well, that's what I tell you to do. Bar, the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, that's what did I tell you to get? He ain't got that. Uh, Isaiah. Isaiah uh, sixty-four and six, but no, I um, said Isaiah chapter one and sixteen. One and yeah. Yeah, Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 16 is what I said. So Isaiah chapter 1 and verse 16. Uh-huh. Wash you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Three. Learn to do well. So and I'm going here because the process of washing a person is by learning how to do what's right in the eyes of the Father. Knowing where we come from, and we come from an environment where it is the Father. We know we come from a process that we know is the Father. Our job is to learn to do what's right. You got it, you got it? I got it back to You got it, you got it? Oh, you got it? Okay, go ahead. Um, learn to do well. Seek judgment. Seek judgment. Uh-huh. Relieve the oppressed. Read. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. So we have to now be taught the ways of the Most High, so now we can judge right and wrong. So now, in the judgment, me having to judge you is to be able to have something as a gauge to say, okay, this is right. Right. Because this is good to with the Father. This is wrong because this is not pleasing to the Father. So I, I like this because we can use something like, you saw me use the example of birthday, and you messed me up on that one. You know what I'm saying? But something, we've been doing birthdays, and I'm like, I don't see nothing wrong with a little cake and a, um, <laughs> an ice cream, and, you know, let the baby smash their face yeah, in it, you know, and look, getting the pinatas and the jumpers in the back. Or let me go out and take 21 shots for every year. You know what I'm saying? We're we, we going to party like it's your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> hey, or going on Facebook and saying, happy birthday. Uh-huh. Happy birthday. And have said, oh, we thank everybody for all the birthday wishes that they sent me. Right. You made me feel special on my special day. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but you look at it, you're like, man, I didn't see 
that is unclean to the Father. But you know what I like about this? If it's something that the Father considered to be clean, he would have wrote it down. I would have, you, I would have, I wouldn't have left you guessing. How can I be specific about what you eat? Right. But I'm not going to be specific about the days that you're supposed to celebrate. Right. right. A lot of, uh, a lot of the frame of mind in the birthday is because it's your birthday, you now have the authorization to sin. It's like giving you the license to right. sin because it's your birthday. Cause. That, that's it. You, you can do whatever you want to do now because it's your birthday. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. You want to Vegas for my birthday. Right. You're going to wild out for my birthday. Everything on your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liking it because now we're finding out, wait a minute, just because it was, just because it felt good and it was, it was accepted in the world doesn't always mean that that's something that is accepted by the Father. And that's the things that make us unclean are us trying to follow the things that aren't, aren't accepted by the Father. Because it's a spiritual thing, right? Yeah. Did you finish? Uh, did you finish? You finish? Come on, let that go. Right? Okay. Come on. Uh, go, go, go to Jeremiah chapter 4. Jeremiah chapter 4 and 14. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 4 and verse uh, 14. There you go, Jeremiah 4 and 14. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 4 and verse 14 reads, Jerusalem, wash thine heart from wickedness. He said, he said, he told the most high, he said, Israel, so-called Negro down to the so-called Mexican. He said, wash your mind, wash your heart and your mind from wickedness. So that process of understanding, this is the power of the law. Because now this is what the Most High used to wash that negative from your mind. This is a spiritual situation. So now the more I'm going here, we go here to show that that was the process. The mind has to be cleaned. The mind has to be washed up. So the, the things that I've learned and the and the uh, the things I like the things that were Oh, well, cool with me. Like my philosophy, what I live by. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah the, I live, live your life to the fullest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do you do what feels good to you, boo-boo? All of that, the most I call that a filthy mind. That's a mind that has been defiled. So when, even to this day, you, it's funny, I was in a conversation with uh, my ribs, uh, my ribs father. And he was like, well, you know what? The kids get up and they leave the house, but at least I raised them to be a good person. Yeah. And then quite looked and choked. Like, you ain't, <laughs> what did you teach that was good? But coming from a, we come from a world that we don't know good. Uh, Hosea 4 and 6. Uh, somebody get that real quick. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. And Michelle, we talked about this a little bit earlier, too, man. All right, time, time, time. Hosea chapter four. Uh, I want to say four, four is where I really want to go to. That's where I really want to go. Four and four. Yeah. Mm. Uh, hold on a second. Start at four and one. Yeah. 
You got that, Daniela? Son, I got it. Hosea chapter 4, verse 1. Hear the word. Hosea chapter 4, verse 1. Hear the word of the Lord, ye children of Israel. Uh-huh. For the Lord hath a controversy with the inhabitants of the land. That I got This the issue that I have with the people that inhabit, that live on this land. Read. Because there is no truth. There is no truth. There's only, there only is what feels good. Go ahead. Nor mercy, uh-huh. nor knowledge of the Most High in the land. He said that is the, that is the issue that the Most High says I have with the people that live in this land, in the world that we live in, in the cities that we live in, in the countries that we live in, there is no knowledge of the Father. There is no what feels good to the Father. It's only the only thing that we know is what feels good in, to this society. That's why we've, we've built and based our righteousness based on what feels good and is acceptable in the society that we live in. That's why laws change up. Smoking was illegal. Now it's legal shit. Man, it feels good to smoke. And I, I live there. I don't, I don't niggas, bro, I don't, they don't move around without driving high. I get home, I'm high. I go to work, I'm high. It's legal. It must be good. And that is, there is yeah, there is no truth, man. There ain't nothing, there ain't no knowledge of the most high. No one even went to the Bible and said, well, how does the father feel about it? You know, a, a, you know, a person will say, well, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I'm, I'm smoking so I can deal with my stress when. You can only use the Bible for that. But I, so the first thing that goes to my mind is, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Because the only thing I can, how can something that feels good be wrong? Read on. Verse 2. By swearing and lying and killing and stealing and committing adultery, they break out, and blood touches blood. Go ahead. Therefore shall the land mourn. Why does the land mourn? Why are we living in the condition that we live in today? Because there is no knowledge of the Most High. We are just spiritually, because there's no spiritual connection to the Father, we only live in destruction. That's why a show like Law and Order is so popular. Be in New York, they say every crazy thing, every sex crime, the crazy crime, everything else. And this is the culture of the city. That's why a cat like Jeffrey Dahmer, this is that, they can write a book. They become famous. Hurting someone else, you become famous hurting someone. You don't become famous doing the right thing. Ain't nobody trying to be like Christ. They're trying to be like Dahmer. Like Hannibal Collector. Because like, <laughs> being like Christ don't make no money. Right. But hurting and gore and, 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 and tearing somebody else down, that is entertainment. That is something that everybody's striving to be like. Living in sin you can get paid. Come. Hey, that, that, that is the mindset. Huh? I'm sorry. I just... Um, yeah, I know y'all are changing a little bit, but I just want to address that one part you talk about, like the how people smoke weed and 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 and, and get high or whatever, and in this real false fake ass. I'm sorry. Let me let me come down. 
and this false pseudo spirituality that this is me being spiritual. That if it and it's not it's not just uh, from smoking weed, but if it, if I'm dealing with the um, uh, Harry Krishnas and we're burning the Nag Champa, because the Nag Champa that's supposed to put me on a, on, on a spiritual plane, or if I'm burning the sage, because that's supposed to put me on a spiritual a, a spiritual yeah, level, a spiritual I'm, I'm I'm being more spiritual. But just real quick, I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna give it back. But this is not what the Most High says spirituality is. Romans chapter seven verse fourteen. For we know that the law is spiritual. So if we're going to be spiritual, that means we'll keep God's law. But we, because we don't know God, we'll substitute things that make me feel good, things that make me feel calm, things that make things that empower me. They got nothing to do with the Bible, nothing to do with God's word. But it's because this is what the feeling I get from it. This is why it's spiritual. This is this is why I, that that we learn to associate it with spirituality. But in God's righteousness, <laughs> we know that St. John, I'm sorry, St. John 424 says God is a spirit, right? God, God. So if God's a spirit, then wouldn't his, his word and his law be spiritual? Right. Wouldn't doing things his way be spiritual? That's it. So That's for Romans 714, what it says, for we know that the law is spiritual, but again, like you just brought up beautifully, Hosea chapter four verse six, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So no, we don't know that the law is spiritual when right. we're dealing with the Most High, the Creator, the Highest, um, <laughs> Him, the One. I don't know what other words we got to use. God, the Lord God, Yahweh, uh, Yahuwah, Jehovah. The law is spiritual, but we we. Because we don't know the Father, I have a, a real relationship with the Father. We've learned to substitute so many different things, like again, if it's the smoking, the vaping, the you know, Tina Turner just died, and she was a a Buddhist, and her way of getting spiritual would be, would be doing the chanting. That now, because I chant, that's making me spiritual. That's not the law of God. So late, so late. So, the Father said, "I never got close to you, brother." Because you was standing by that crystal, you know what I'm saying, or you was chanting. Time. Yeah, young behold, Everybody said, man, we lost Peter Turner. We lost the Buddhist spiritual woman. No, you didn't. You want you lost the singing woman that sang her butt off in front of the mirror. Right. She we, 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 we lost anime bootleg. Right, Kai. <laughs> he said, I, I could beat that butt up because he was doing the weird. You got that weird stuff, man. Right. All of a sudden, man, he's coming home and you chatting in the mirror. Right. Called all these spirits but, to you, man. Right. Burning incense, but this is what makes you spiritual. God. That, that's, that's us establishing our own righteousness right. and not establishing right. the, the righteousness of the Most High and, and not realizing that these things that we give ourselves over to is filthy. If I'm, I'm, I'm keeping like, from the scripture you brought up, this keeps our righteousness filthy. It keeps us unclean. It keeps us defiled. Um, by swearing and cursing and, and, and lying and murdering. For when we swear, this is me being spiritual. I swear um, this, this calms my, my nerves. I swear, uh, uh, you know, we, we learn to associate things that if it don't go with something I want to do, we'll say things like, man, this will go along with my spirit. Uh, Hold on, no. That don't go along with your lust. True, exactly. It ain't got nothing to do with it. It's not going along with your spirit. It don't go along with your lust. 
right. It don't feel good. Something about this feels good to me. Con, con, con. That's that. That's crazy. Right. Read, uh, read Hosea 4 and 3. Hosea chapter 4, verse 3. Therefore shall the land mourn. That, and I like that point. Right. That's why we, listen, in the place that we live, I'm crying, murder. Every time we turn on the news, somebody getting shot or kidnapped. Them Amber alerts be coming up a lot. He's like, right, like, what the hell? Somebody's kid that got snapped. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got you got a child abduction. You got sex trafficking. Right. Everybody's problem is handled with a drink or 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 some type of. See, they got a some pill they popping or some something they smoking. Right. The fentanyl. So they they touch that shit and die. Uh-huh. But you look at you look at the land is mourning, the people are mourning. He said the land is mourning. Go ahead. It says, and everyone that dwelleth therein shall languish. Uh-huh. Go ahead. With the beasts of the field and with the fowls of heaven, yea, the fishes of the sea also shall be taken away. Fishes up on the beach, right. water's off. <laughs> they try to figure out take some dog soap to clean up the ducks and the fish. Out. Everything's defiled now. But the most of that, this is the reason why it's defiled, because you refuse to have a spiritual connection with me. You refuse to clean yourself up by keeping my law, statutes, and commandments. This is a damn crazy reason why Israel was put out of the land of Israel. Right. Because we wouldn't worship the power of that land the way we were supposed to worship it. Go ahead. Verse 4. Yet let no man strive nor reprove another. Mm-hmm. For thy people are as they that strive with the priest. Therefore shalt thou fall in the day. And the prophet also shall fall with thee in the night, and I will destroy thy mother. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest to me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy power. They forgot what? The law of thy power. Because that has been the crucial element that the Most High was expecting us to take with him. Right. He was expecting us to now continue. Wherever, wherever land we was in, this is the way we got out of the curses that we were under in the first place. We had to come back to keeping his laws, statutes, and commandments. Right. Not what felt good to you. And that was the, the, the tool that the Most High gave us to keep us clean in his eyes. Right. That was what, and as we go into this, this is what baptism was about. It was about that process of cleaning yourself up, cleaning your mind. And that cleaning was always crucial. Uh, Go to Leviticus real quick, right? Leviticus chapter 15 and verse 16. Yeah. Steve, where's your heart? Where's your heart? I found Tell him tell them to come in. Okay, tell them. No, go tell them about, just to watch it until I get done with the crap. All right? Where you at? The biggest 15? 
Leviticus chapter 15, verse 16. And if any man's seed of compilation go out from him. Hold on, let's see. Let me see. That's not the one I wanted. Let me go to real quick. Hold on. You want the 19? I, wa- I wanted. Uh, let me see. Let me find it here. Here we go. Leviticus. Let me get, let me look at it real quick. Yes, baby. Right there. Fifteen and watch your sister. Try to finish this okay? No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Yo, what? I'm trying to find. Last uh, that one. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Go there. Come on, y'all. The biggest twenty-two. Twenty-two, and that's why I need to. I take this to the event center. Right. <laughs> what are you trying to do, that one? Huh? Talking about catching anything in the There you go. Leviticus chapter twenty-two, verse five. It says, "Or whatsoever touches any creeping, creeping thing." Whosoever. Whosoever touches any creeping thing, whereby he may be made unclean. Start, start with two. Let's start there, too. Okay. Because you all like it because it's the most high addressed it up. So we start there to show it's been the, the mind of the Father. The whole time, this has been, he, he's always let us know the things that pleased him, and he was specific. So how do we go from the most have directly telling us in the law, this what specifically pleases me and what doesn't please me. And now we live in a world that's so general. I don't really, we don't know what pleases the Father, but I know what feels good. Right. And, and, right. And so we, we, and we're more focused on making sure that I'm doing the things that make me feel good, but you're right. They keep me unclean with the Father. And I, and we can go through the Old Testament and show the things that, in detail, these are the things that keep you unclean with the Father. Go ahead. And, 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 and that process of cleaning yourself up. Leviticus chapter 22, verse 2. Speak unto Aaron and to his sons, that they separate themselves from the holy things of the children of Israel. Go ahead. And that they profane not my holy name in those things which they hollow unto me. Really? I am the Lord. Say unto them, Whosoever he be of all your seed among your generation that goes unto the holy things which the children of Israel hollow unto the Lord, having his uncleanness upon him. Having his what? Having his uncleanness upon him. Really? That the soul shall be cut off from my presence. So be it unclean. We'll get, we'll get you cut off from the Most High. So knowing that even in the world we live in, 
we are separated from the Father because we have continued to live a life that is considered to be unclean in the eyes of the Father. Yet it may feel good to you. You are still, we have, it's left us in the condition where we're still living in captivity and we're living under the curses because we've, we've continued to choose to live a life that is unclean in the eyes of the Father. Go ahead. I am the Lord. Verse 4. What man soever of the seed of Aaron is a leper or hath a running issue, he hath not eat of the holy thing until he be clean. And whoso touches anything that is unclean by the dead or a man whose seed goeth from him, or whosoever touches any creepy thing whereby he may where where he may be whereby he may be made unclean, or a man of whom he may take uncleanness, whatsoever uncleanness he has. The soul which he the soul which has touched any such shall be unclean until evening, and shall not eat of the holy thing, unless he wash his flesh. With water. So, and that's where that process of baptism was supposed to have came by. Baptism was supposed to be the process of, or it's supposed to be symbolic of you washing and cleaning yourself up. We understand that the Most High had us use water to go and wash and clean ourselves. And by the evening, you stay to the evening. And that evening, now you're clean because you did the steps. Right. You First, you didn't touch it. Or if you had that issue, right. you didn't touch anyone with that. Then second step was you went and washed, and then you remained unclean until the evening. Right. If water was the process that cleaned you up, then why would you have to wait till the evening? Right. You wouldn't have to. The water would have done it, but it wasn't just the water. It was the whole process. Right. Not touching being washed, washing, and then that evening, you would consider it now in the eyes of the Most High clean. There was a process. And what we've left out, I would say religion has left it out. Right. We've left out the process that the Most High used to clean your spirit. It, they just, We kept the, the dunking in water, but we didn't keep the process. Because even if you got dunked in water, somebody first had to show you the things that you're touching, the creeping things, the things that you touch that make you unclean. That would have been the first step. Then you would have been dunked in water, and then you would have to remain unclean until the evening. That would have been a proper cleansing. Right, being observant on make sure I don't touch something filthy. There you go. There you go. So right. So now I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm not touching that right. because I'm gonna be unclean. I just washed, but I'm gonna be unclean until the evening. This touching this is going to make me unclean. So I take the process of baptism. The first steps to baptism would have been able to show someone what you're touching is right. What they touched or what they did that made them unclean. That would have been the first step. Then I would then they can be baptized to for the remission of that sin. 
Now I know what sin I'm being baptized for. But if you take away the law, if you tell somebody the law is done away with, I can touch anything I want to. And I, I wouldn't need, right, I wouldn't need to be baptized because I would already be clean by virtue of the fact that you just told me that the law was done away with. That's confusion. Right. And that's what our people live in. We live in a world that's surrounded with confusion. Right. And that's the lips of deceit. Right. Because they're telling you this is done away with. So you could go ahead and eat this pork. But it's not until we have that moment where the doctor says, you got to leave this pork alone. Come, come, come. So that whole time you spent, you could have you could have added, what, 20 years to your life just learning to live right? Right. You could have 30 more years to your life just learning to live right. Now, now I, this is the poison the skin. I make you unclean when I put pork in your damn salt, your soap. Right. I make you unclean when I have you as a kid throwing around a pigskin. Right. You said, man, I had to throw. I play ball, man. <laughs> we throw. We throw to kick the pigskin around. Yeah. Then you touched that in the eyes of the Most High. You were unclean the whole time. So, by virtue of the culture that we live in, we're conditioned to stay unclean. Clean in the eyes of the father. Kind of my wave cream got a little bit of pork in it. That's look right. That's the secret ingredient. That lard, kind of put that lard on my head, man. Right? Or, 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 or it'll be um, your leather. Right. I bought this leather jacket. Right. It's got the little small holes in it. <laughs> oh, oh, this, this, but this is pigskin. Right. It was a little cheaper. Right. By touching it, it made me unclean. Right. When we when we stopped eating that shrimp and lobster and all the little things, yeah. all the little creepy things in the sea, the little sea roaches. Right. Every time I now went to touch that, it made me unclean. So baptism is no good unless you're able to show someone what they've done wrong so now they know what they're what they're being baptized for. Give me um Acts chapter two, right? Real quick. Acts chapter two and you're gonna read verse uh, um thirty six, right? Acts two and thirty six. <clears throat> Acts chapter 2, verse 36. Uh-huh. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that the Most High hath made that same Yahweh Shai, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Go ahead. Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts, and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Yahweh Shai. So he, they, they have to be repent. To repent is to acknowledge what I was doing wrong. I have to now look, look at this is what I did wrong. Now change. Now I can be cleaned up. Now let me go physically get baptized. But you look at.
no different than I. A brother could come in the truth, and, and even in the truth, you have groups that baptize. But this person been here six months, and they went, man, you got to, if you're going to be a part of this camp, you got to get baptized. But I haven't been here long enough for you to really show me what about my life that I'm doing wrong, that I need to repent, that I need to change so I can go through this water process. You're not wrong if you tell me to get in the water, but what makes it wrong is when I've, I've yet to learn what I am washing for. I'm getting in this water because of this, 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 that all of these sins that I have committed, all the unclean that I have touched. This is why I'm being baptized. But if you baptize me before I know, the only thing that happens in that process is now I've made the water, but I go right back and touch some of the same things that I should have been shown. This is what you have to change because this is the reason why you are being washed for. There's a process to this, and the Most High is looking for us to keep that process. Read, uh, jump down to verse 41, 41 and 42, in the same chapter. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized. Uh-huh. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So it shows you they did go and get they, but they heard this is what you did wrong. This was the wrong. We put Christ to death. Repent. Right. I, now I can acknowledge what I've done wrong. We are bringing people in and saying, hey, Christ is black. You're the Jews. Uh, you're an Israelite. Right. Okay. You're not this person. Yeah, you're, you're not from the, you're not John in the world. You're not this or that. This is who you truly are. Right. Now, if you want to learn, you got to go get baptized. Right. If you want to be a part of our congregation, you have to get baptized. You're doing it still for the wrong reason. The, the, yes, they're unclean, but if you don't show them first, if I don't show you the law, I can't show you, I can't clean you up from sin if I haven't shown you the sin. Right. I got to open that book up and allow you to learn long enough so that you're able to understand, damn, I did this wrong, man. I did that wrong, man. I did this wrong. I celebrated the wrong high holy day. I celebrate the wrong holiday. Right. I can't. I can't know that celebrating Christmas is wrong if no one's ever taught me what it's actually worshiping. Right. You got. You got to know what's wrong. You can't wash from sin if you don't know what the sin is. I can't be cleaned up until I've shown the wrong that I'm doing. Now, and that was the issue. A lot of people go to church. You told me I need to get. I need to be baptized for the remission of my sins. But you never told me the sin. So I come back now, okay, I I learned a little bit. I know I've been out here smoking and drinking. I got to be baptized again. So I'm being baptized for the smoking and the drinking because I still haven't been shown wrong I did. That process has to be there. That is what the scriptures talk about being Watched. 
the, per, the process of washing is to show you the wrong that you've done. The Bible now is used to show you this is the wrong that you've done. That go to let's go to a couple of scriptures. Go to um, Hebrews ten and twenty twenty two. Finish the last part. Yeah, finish the last part. Verse forty two, and they count and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine mm. and fellowship, mm. and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Nice. We read this. Some people finish forty-six. Uh, we we jumped at thirty-eight. Or, yeah, thirty-eight. Yeah, that's cool. That's all good. That's cool. Now go go to what I asked for. Go to uh, um, what I said. Hebrews. Yeah. Chapter ten and verse twenty-two. The bar walk and you read say uh, James or uh, John seventeen seventeen. Come. And then uh, uh, John chapter seventeen and verse seventeen. Uh-huh, but I'm going to read Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. I'm, I'm going a little fast because we have to realize that in any cleaning, the, the first steps to washing or being baptized is you have to first understand what needs to be cleaned up. It is a spiritual thing. Your mind needs to be clean. Not just dunking your body. That was the second part of it. You had to first be shown what you touched that was unclean. That means the washing process starts with the mind to the body. Read that. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22. Uh Let us draw near with a true heart. With a true heart, meaning a true mind, right? Go ahead. In full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. So, if, so I have to have my mind sprinkled or my mind cleaned up from an evil conscience or an unclean mind. I've, like the scripture we read, we come from a society where my mind was unclean. I need something now to start that process of cleaning up what was made unclean. That's the word what is the what is it that the most high uses to take me from a, a unclean mind to a clean mind. Because if I'm touching things that are clean in my mind I don't think there's anything There you go. It. That's it. That is the baptism part. Uh-huh. You have to first acknowledge what you're doing is wrong. Uh-huh. You have to be shown what you're doing that's wrong, so I know what to wash for or to wash myself of. Read that. And then the last part. And our bodies wash with pure water. And our bodies wash with what? Pure water. So the first part, you have to have your mind sprinkled from an evil conscience. Uh-huh. Then your body is washed with pure water. Uh-huh. Process of baptism, right? Is that it? Uh-huh. That's it. Go ahead. Read the first one. Yep. Verse 23, let us hold fast the profession of our faith. Hold up. What is the what? Let us hold fast the profession of our faith. So what is our profession? Our faith. What is the profession? What is the job? Washing. It's cleaning your mind. That is what what we were put here to do. We come in this truth and we're put on this earth 
to find out what what we've touched that's unclean and now wash, get our minds right, learn what I touched that made me unclean, wash and don't touch it again. That is the process that I was put here for. That is the the job of the the uh, the faith that we're in. That is the job of this truth that we're in. You want to help her out? Yeah. Okay. I, I, I to my own, that's fine. Who's 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 all going? Verse twenty-three. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Without what? Without wavering. So I'm never supposed to stop cleaning myself up. I'm never supposed to stop that process of learning what unclean things that I'm touching and doing, washing and not touching them again. Read. For he is faithful, that promise. Go ahead. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good work. I'm supposed to keep encouraging you to do what? That same process. That process of learning what? You're touching that's unclean to the Father, washing yourself now. Let me go take a bath, and I'm not going to touch that. I got to leave that alone. That is that process of baptism. Is that it? Oh, that's it for 24. Okay, let that one go and go to St. John 17 and 17. Ephesians 5 and 26. St. John chapter 17 and verse 17 reads, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. The way a person gets sanctified and cleansed up, the the way the mind is cleansed is by the word. I have to first go through that process of somebody showing me in the word what is making me unclean, what I'm touching that's unclean. I have to start purifying or sanctifying my spirit. It's a spiritual sanctification. How do you sanctify your spirit? The word is what's going to do that. Because it's going to tell you the things in the eyes of the most eyes that you're touching that is making you unclean. Wash and don't touch that anymore. That's what the most eyes is trying to tell us. Trying to show us. And that's that process that never ends. Give me the next one. Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. And Gabar Kawan, go to John chapter 15 and verse 3. Huh. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 26. Uh-huh. That he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. Go ahead. It says that he might present it to himself a glorious church. So even at this process, we're reading Ephesians. How did Christ clean up the church? He used the word to clean them. I showed them what what things they were doing that were making them unclean in the eyes of the Father so that they could use this to be able to wash, to now clean up their minds so I understand not to touch these things because they make me unclean in the eyes of the Father. And then that he might present it to himself as Lord's church. Yeah. 
I present myself as a clean vessel. Now I can exactly. So I like it. So the process is is now trying to present me as something honorable to the Father or clean to the Father. And me dunking in water before I learn what is unclean to the Father only left me wet. I got wet, but I didn't get clean because I didn't even know why, what I was going in there for. And a lot of people make that mistake because I come, that was about come out of the water and go back to do the same thing you was doing. Well, nobody told me that was wrong. It's like if I'm cooking some chicken and I'm touching the raw chicken, and no one told me, hey, you got to wash your hands after you touch this raw chicken. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go touch everything. But if I now know, oh, I got to wash my hands because this may spread, now I have a, a, a – my mind's always checking myself. I touch this, let me go clean There you go. That's it. That's it. Or or I'm not going to touch that no more. So I, so I don't get silly. Let's get him a lot Okay. Close. 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 <laughs> All right, where we at? Uh, Give me the next one. Right okay, read that. It says that he might present it to himself a glorious church, yep. not having spot or wrinkle. Wow, not or, having what? Not having spot or wrinkle read. or any such thing, but it should be holy and without blemish. So you're looking at what the what the Most High was using? Have us help us present ourselves. To him, glorious or clean, without spot, without wrinkle, was the word. Right. I'm going to keep using the word to wash my mind and get me to understand the things that make me unclean in his eyes. From there, now give me yours, Gabar. John 15. St. John chapter 15 and verse 3 reads, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Read that again. St. John chapter 15 and verse 3 reads, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So that, so when this person said, man, were you baptized? Uh, yes, but I don't know what I was baptized for. Now what we're supposed to have the ability to do is, I went and got baptized but I know why I got baptized. I know what I'm being cleaned up for. Go ahead, read that again, Gabar. Con, St. John chapter 15 and verse 3 reads, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Go ahead. <clears throat> Abide in me, and Hold I up. in you. Uh-huh. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. So we, how, no how, more. We stay, how we stay apart, how we stay in this truth, how we stay connected to the Most High Christ is that cleaning process. I learn what I've done wrong. I've learned, I learn what is it I have to clean, and then I now clean that. So that the more I'm clean, that's the way I stay connected to the Father. That's why that is the only way that you can abide in this truth. Oh, oh shit. Okay. 
saying unto them all, I indeed baptize you with water, mm-hmm. but one mightier than I cometh, the latchet of whose shoes I am not worthy to unloose. Go ahead. He shall he shall baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Yeah. So uh, are we okay, we understand the baptism of water. That the process of being cleaned up is I have to now learn to do right, be purified, and then don't do it anymore. Paul says, John said, Christ is going to come now and baptize you with the Spirit and with fire. So are we supposed to now baptize with incense or or, or, or crystals? Okay, that's what we believe the Spirit is. It's that sage. <laughs> so we we go we gotta go to the church and get the water on you. Right. You gotta come in and get the non topo <laughs> and then walk some coals. <laughs> there have to be some spiritual some understanding to what they meant and a lot of times what we're not doing, we're not going about and getting the proper understanding of why we are doing something. We're just kind of following it because it's in there, and that is the the the, uh, the a part of that ignorance that our people follow. Right. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So if I keep not giving you the full picture, you end up destroying yourself because of the things that you lack or the right. things that you don't know. Right. Still read about that process. Yeah, one came with water, but now we're following Christ. He said Christ was able to come with water. Christ was coming with the Holy Spirit and with fire. So we had to figure out what did he mean by the Holy Spirit? What did he mean by that fire that he was going to take us in? And that's why I look at that. Those two, those two, you know, we, I'm not going to try to attempt to go over both those in 10 minutes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot more to this that we needed to be able to go through and fully understand. I want you to read this though. Right? Go to Ezekiel chapter 22. Ezekiel 22. Ezekiel chapter 22 and verse 26. Uh, either or. Con. Ezekiel chapter. Oh. You got that one, Gabor? Yes, sir. All right, then, uh, then, uh, then, uh, um, Danielle is going to be talking 119 of verse 9 through 12. We'll end on those two. That will be about 10 minutes. Read that. Con. Ezekiel chapter 22 and verse 26. Read. Her priest. Have violated my law. Oh, my phone shut down, bro. What happened? Hello. We 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 lost the bar. Okay, phone okay. shut down. We got about this there. Ezekiel chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-six. It says, "Her priests have violated my law." And have profaned mine holy things. Go ahead. 
they have put no difference between the holy and profane. He said, the, so the priests, the teachers, the people that we're going to learn from, they're not putting a difference between what's holy and what's profane. Those are the things that are making us unclean. And I wanted to get that and throw it in because as I'm on my journey to be baptized, or I am, I believe that, man, I know I haven't been right with the Father. I need to get baptized so I can start over. The only true way to start over is to first learn what you're doing wrong and how the gauge that you use to be able to determine if you're in the right place is I'm in an environment where people are showing me the things that I do that go against or make me unclean eyes of the Father. So now I can now start that process of cleaning or changing and not doing that again. Go ahead. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean. That's why I like There hasn't been that. The, the, the elders and the teachers and the people that we're the ministers, the preachers, they're not showing the difference between what's clean and unclean. Especially before you get baptized. They have you get baptized, then start you on a path. That's the church mentality. You made me get baptized, then you started me on a path of showing me what's clean or unclean. You should have waited until you showed me. Then say, okay, these are the things that you have to be baptized for. Okay, so now in my heart I can accept that, and I know that this is what I got to watch for and not do again, not defile myself with these things again. Go ahead. Is that it? Uh, the last part. And have hid their eyes from my Sabbath, and I am profaned among them. Mm. That's it. Go to the other one now. Psalms chapter 119 and verse 9. Go ahead. It says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his ways? I love it. How does a man clean up his ways? We understand that it takes more than just being dunked in water. But how does a young man, how does a young, how does a person clean their way? Read. It says, By taking heed. There too, according to thy word. Go ahead. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. That's why that is the way a man is cleansed up. The cleaning process starts by me taking heed to those commandments, by me learning the laws of the Most High, so that I can now clean myself up. Welcome back. Here comes the turmoil. Your bar's back. <clears throat> Where's he at? Uh, um, my phone went dead. Okay. Went dead. okay. And, uh, I tried to get that. Uh, I don't know if Daniela heard me before. I yeah, yeah, we heard. We heard. Yeah, we heard. I got it. We got it. Thank you, bro. Read it. Verse ten. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Go ahead. Thy words have I hid in mine heart. 
that I might not sin against thee. Hold on, I like that. That means we have to do a lot more teaching so that word is in that person so that I don't sin. So, And that is the process of really cleaning yourself up. I can be dunked in the water, but if that word is not in me so I know what to stay away from, the purpose of going in the water. Go ahead. Verse 12, blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. Mm. That it? Yeah, that's right. So that, that's what we're looking at. We're looking at them first process of of that of being truly baptized, and your that your spirit is cleaned up. You have to start by being taught what you're doing wrong, so that now you can repent for what you're doing wrong. Okay. I will meditate on that precepts. Read it. That's what we yeah, read it real quick. Read up. Tell me where you at. Psalm chapter 119, verse 15. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. Mm. That, that's bad, because that that, that's how a young man cleans up his way. Right. The fact that someone I'm allowing, I'm allowing someone to, to use the process of cleaning me up, showing me what I'm doing wrong so that I can be washed and I know what not to do. Okay. And with that, we're going to say shalom. Sure.